Today is March 30th, 2022. I have uh, Tim DiCarlo uh, of Merced, California, uh, who just did the Modesto Half on March 27th, 2022. That was uh, Sunday, and today is Wednesday. Um, so uh, we're just going to talk about his uh, lead up to the race and how he's uh, training and stuff. So, um, Hey Tim, how you doing? Good, good. Uh, Training—that's a uh, subjective term. <laughs> but yes, yes. So, so what kind of miles? Uh, or, or okay, did you have a let's let's back up like two months before mm-hmm. the race? Did okay. you have a plan? Did you have a plan at all? And did you follow I, the plan? I did. Um, I, I think I've told you almost all of my miles has been on the treadmill uh, due to. Nice. I have a water and he's enjoying a beer. Nice. Um, So the reason the treadmill was used more than anything else was because kids time staying in the neighborhood. um, uh, Let's get into the treadmills. You had like you couldn't get the treadmill, right? You ordered it and then they were playing. It was a shipping. uh, I found out staffing issue or. Yeah, I found out you order these online and you think, oh, this is so great. I'm so excited. And then you're willing to wait a certain amount of time. And then that time goes away and they still haven't delivered. So you call them and they're like, oh, yes, we'll set an appointment. You take the day off for your appointment that they designate, not you. And then they just don't show up. So, yeah, it was a ordeal trying to get the treadmill and when i finally did i was very excited um oh i think i lost you oh so this is the time where i say racist stuff and no one will ever know there there was a there was a drop there um i, I don't know technical issue um okay. so so you couldn't train at all for like No, I was getting out and doing a few runs, but I have my parents, they take the kids and help me out once in a while. But so I'd have to cram it in in those times. And so there was a second stress. Am I overdoing the letting my kids go to their house? And are they going to say, you know what? We see you in the middle of your run. We don't care. You take the kids now. We're sick of you. Um, but I did sneak some runs in. But when I finally got my treadmill, I was very excited. And I think I may have overdone things um, trying to get so, like maybe. So how many miles like a week were you putting in? Um, overall average until about two weeks ago was 23 miles a week. But I was doing about 30 miles a week for three weeks once I got my treadmill. So I probably increased my mileage a lot. I'd had COVID, so I had to take a week off completely and then some. And I felt like I was trying to play catch up and even do some speed stuff. And it felt great. But about two and a half weeks ago, three weeks ago, I hurt a hip joint. And what is uh, a hip joint? Is it like the socket? Where the, yeah, the socket, the fe- right? The femur yeah. goes into the thing. The, yeah, 
right in the place where if you're going to a therapist or a massager, you want to say, here, pay attention to this, but you're afraid of what will happen if you say that because you're afraid they will think you're asking for something else. So do you else. think it was muscular or skeletal? Or I think it's skeletal. Okay. And actually, it's interesting. I, I did a walk yesterday on the treadmill. Uh, there's one trainer I always use because uh, not only do I think he knows his stuff as far as running, but just like life enlightening things. And he had an analogy of when you're training, you usually get injured because you get too excited and your lungs and your heart get healthier than your body's ready for. So you start overdoing things. And even though you've got the gas and the engine, and I thought, wow, what a great analogy. The frame, like a car, the frame is not ready. So I was actually doing some speed work and rapidly increasing the miles, trying to catch up. And uh, It's like putting a Bugatti V12 in like a Ford Fiesta. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he didn't name specific cars or vehicles, but exactly. Yes. <laughs> That's exactly what uh, his analogy was. So I went from three weeks of light training to a week of sickness to let's try to get maybe not all those weeks caught up, but some of them. And even though my legs, my heart felt good, my body was like, no. So that's not just couch to to 5K or couch to 10K, I've heard. No. It's like 23 a week is is pretty good. Um, For a half, I think that's plenty. Um, You had told me your PR at the half. What was that Mm -hmm. like? And this is like Uh, a totally flat half, right? Yeah, this this was years ago, 156. Uh, And that kind of movie. 59. Yeah. So that um, that was years ago. That was like eight years ago. I did this 156. Uh, so you're 38. You're 46 now. Yeah. So yeah. that's I don't know. That's like in the 40 range. It's not mm-hmm. like you did it when you were 25. Or I'd say yeah. anything under 35 is really young. I guess it all depends. So mm-hmm. what's the biggest factor that changed? Uh. <laughs> since 156. Do I have to admit it? You know. <laughs> um, uh, no, life yeah. happened. Um, I got yeah. I got lazy. Then, I mean, as you know, I got lazy. Then when I finally decided to turn things around, my wife got sick. That changed things. Um, but just. No, I didn't mean to put it. Um, like no, no, no. I'm sorry. no, no, no. But, but, but just the, how do I put it? the excitement to do the training when I was doing 156 things were going well in life and let's go out and do a run. Hey, does anyone want to go do another run? You know, that's, that's really, I I hadn't thought of that. Like Mm -hmm. are your best athletic achievements, uh, in line with, you know, how you're doing like, yeah, when you're 18 years old, Mm -hmm. uh, most everyone, everything's great. Right. So, uh, Mm -hmm. And yeah. I mean, hey, so, hey. so so all the other facets, though, I mean, like, hey, weightlifting, like I was involved in that. I haven't done strength stuff in a long time. And that's probably why, like, a lot of the joints aren't ready for it. Um, uh, I've been uh, going way overboard in areas I shouldn't. And 
so that obviously takes a toll. Um, I've been doing the running very consistently for a while. And one of my small goals was to knock a minute off a mile for the marathon from my last one. I mean, half marathon okay. from my last one. And I just did running, running, running. Now I know you, you've you been telling me I need to start stretching. I know that's one area. Uh, diet, I haven't done anything there. I've done no strength training. So when I was younger, I was already doing strength training. My diet could have been dialed in a little bit, but I was paying attention to it. And there was just a, a joy for the running. And all I've done in the past six months is just run, run, run. And I know there's so many other areas that... So is it becoming like a chore and like it's just not fun? Mm, No, actually now it is fun. And I think that's why I got injured because I was getting excited again. But uh, for a long time, I mean, I've been running fairly consistently for about a little over a year. I think you told me last year, like 18 months ago, just do 10 miles a week, you know, just do something to keep moving. And I've been doing that, but for about a year, it was a chore. It was, I just have to do this. I was building a habit, but not really enjoying it. And in the past few months, it's become more fun. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting. So you're asking about, like, how does your life affect your athletic performance? If you had told me, hey, do you want to work on your diet a year ago? No, leave that alone. I'll, I'll do the running. Mm-hmm. You know, have I told you about stretching? No, no I, I don't have time for that. I don't have the energy for that. I'm doing the running. I hate stretching. Had I had I done stretching, you know, I think it, like part of it is like there's formative years, right? Mm-hmm. So like, if I was a swimmer when I, I never swam before like college, yeah, which I didn't swim that much until like later part of college. But like, mm-hmm. if you're swimming when you're like 10 and 12 and you're swimming your whole life. It's just something that comes natural. I don't know. I think that's true with like other things, like even running or baseball or whatever. And then it's harder, say, to pick it up and be like, oh, I'm going to run 10 miles, 20 miles a week Mm -hmm. in my 40s. Yeah. Yeah. And I I get that. Yeah. And I'd had a base when I was younger. Um, So I think for me, this was the easy fallback to thing to get started again. If you would, that's why I say, if you'd said, let's go stretch, let's go to a yoga class. I'd be like, no, uh, let's go for a bike ride. Uh, and that's okay. You know, other things I would have been like, no, but I've built a base in running. Now I'm much weaker than I used to be, but it's there. So, uh, it was the easy thing for me to just go into. Okay. So let's, let's fast forward a little, yeah. um, Actually, yeah, I should have done that at the very beginning. Um, so, so t- tell me about the the race and the events, and how long it's been around. And this is actually a pretty big event. I didn't realize how many people did it. I thought it was like a hundred, but I I saw there were seven hundred and forty seven people. Yeah, and I think I think if you look back, that's actually a small year. I think this is the first year they had a live event. You know, the COVID. And this is in Modesto, California, which is yeah. near Yosemite. Is that the best way to put it? No, or- Modesto is <laughs> okay. Tracy, Manteca, Central Valley, Stockton, 
It's okay. north of Merced, so. Um, so it's like Dewey. Is this south of Stockton? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, about. I'd say about half an hour south of Stockton. So you're out in the Central Valley, Stockton. Mm-hmm. You go south, like what? How far? Like 50 miles? Maybe I. I guess 30. I don't know. That's close. 30. That's okay. a good. Yeah, yeah. Somewhere yeah. in the Central Valley. Mm-hmm. Uh, most everyone knows where Stockton is. I guess Tracy. Yeah. Yeah. There's this and, thing called Google Maps. Yeah. And I would say they had about 10 years before COVID um, and they built themselves up. I would say I think 700 people did the half marathon or the half marathon in the full. There's some serious contenders this year. I don't know Mm -hmm. about like previous years, but there Mm -hmm. was a 21208 by Mm -hmm. some guy from Fresno named CJ Albertson, which is like Olympic qualifier time um 28 years old yeah bunch of fast people I, i'm surprised on the full yeah uh, now the coolest thing uh i have i have a friend uh maybe five years ago uh i he was trying to qualify for boston so after i finished my half marathon i hung around and about five years ago the winner the overall winner for the marathon was a woman and that was pretty cool and and same thing like you said there was a fast time it's not like everybody was super slow uh, but like she was like maybe i want to say 230 to two, upper 220s i can't remember exactly but it wasn't like there was no quick people on the run so do you remember her name i think she was like an went to atlanta or something she was like atlanta mm-hmm. olympic qualifier um, no, no, I can't remember. I, I believe you, but uh, that was, was just, you said last year. Here, we'll, we'll get the name. Uh, I want to say about four years ago, five years ago. Um, and that was just so interesting to see, you know, a woman and you're going, I know this is the first person. And I was sitting there going, if I'm the announcer, what do I do? Uh, am I going to announce something wrong? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> But uh, but yeah, it it's cool um, to have seen that. But I want to say at that time the race was maybe twice as big as it is now. I think it was small this year because of this was the first year back. But 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 who cares about the woman who's fast? I want to talk about me. Yeah yeah. So <laughs> yeah. So you stayed. At, wait, this is right by where you live, right? Yeah, it's about 40 minutes away, 35 minutes away. Yeah. Oh, okay. You're in Merced. You live yes. in Merced, and this is in yes. Modesto. Because you yes. stayed at a hotel. I was yeah. like, why would he stay in a hotel? It was what was the, how how early did it start? Oh, it started at seven. But I'm I'm the person that will wake up at nine and go, oh Jesus, I have a race today. You know, <laughs> wake up every morning at 5:30 except for the morning that I need to. Now it's it's really nice to know where the start is like mm-hmm. have ran the course before yeah. or know generally where the course is mm-hmm. because especially if you're driving there if like you drive there and then you're not sure which direction the start goes or where exactly the start is there's lots of people it's just extra stress and nerves and i don't know yeah. you don't need that that's one of the things i didn't want to deal with um of 
I'm going to get there on time. I'm going to make it. Oh, shoot. I can't find parking. This lot is full. What do I do? I didn't want to have to worry about that kind of stuff. I just wanted the, to get there. And what's the cost? What, what does Modesto have yeah. cost to run? I believe it was under a hundred bucks. Um, I want to say it was about $75, which right now I think is fairly affordable uh, compared that's to a lot pretty, of That's pretty good, yeah. If you do about, um, yeah, like New York wants $300 to run their marathon. That's yeah, awesome. and I've seen places that are nowhere near as attractive as New York, you know, 120 130 and uh, and you're sitting there going, why would I pay 130 bucks to go to a place that's going to make me run, you know? But Modesto, um, I think they understand that they can't charge quite as much and get the people. So, you know, they uh, they're they're a local race. I don't think they have any aspirations of trying to be a big national event. And one thing they do is they 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 do about two or three miles in town and then they go out of town. They don't do like a lot of these big races where it's like. We need the police to cut off every street, so now we need to pay the police. So that's why you're paying 300 bucks, so you can get the police to tell cars to stop. They go out into the country, and I'd say about seven and a half, eight miles of the half marathon is just out country roads where there's nobody except for the farmers that are out with their champagne and orange slices for you. So, <laughs> so what's the swag? Do you get a t-shirt oh. metal all that stuff yeah it was actually it was actually pretty good um so the t-shirt was garbage and so that's is the first it, thing so you... why do you say it's garbage is it did it not fit or was the material not good or it's a thin white t-shirt this year it's not a tech shirt uh it's see-through like a cotton shirt yeah and it's see-through and it's brand new so the material wasn't very good so you're thinking geez wow they went cheap um but then you open up your bag and there's like a tote bag, like a computer bag. I didn't really look at it closely, but it's pretty good material. You got two hats. Uh, I don't know why you needed two, but are they like cool. the running hats, like the, the the visor type, or what what kind of hat is it? So one is. Let me see. I got it right on my counter. One is a trucker's cap. That's appropriate for Modesto. Yeah, yeah. and. Uh, you know, you can't really see the logo too much. It's gray. I'm doing the cool thing. I still got, you know, the tag on. You got to leave the tag on there. That's right. Yeah. Do you, do you yeah. have Do you have a Fox racing truck? To no, but truck? Uh, now that I'm doing this, I might have to. <laughs> that, that, that's and so, very hip, Tim. Yeah. <laughs> the kids actually, I thought it was funny. They uh, wore it to class and the kids thought, oh, you're so cool because I have this stupid thing on. Uh, but there's a second hat that has a better Modesto Marathon logo. So I was looking at that going, I've never gotten a hat before, and I got two. That's pretty cool. Uh, medals are very big. Um, so it was interesting. When you first look at the T-shirt, which is the first thing you get, you're like, dude, guys, could have done better. But then you see all the other stuff they got, and you're like, wow, you did better. I do know in past years they've had warm-up jackets and things. So they do usually try to make their swag a little good. So they have warm-up jackets, like, included with the registration? Yeah, uh, not this year, but, yeah, they have. I've had two different ones, so I know it wasn't a one-time deal. 
I think it's funny. Like you said, it was like under hundred dollars, and I think it, so. Yeah, you get all these things, and then you do like mm-hmm. a big event, you know, like New York mm-hmm. or Boston, mm-hmm. and like they give you like nothing, and it's cost of fortune. I think you get a shirt with Boston. You get is it a shirt? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I've done the rock and rolls and uh, yeah, they're usually much bigger and same kind of thing where it's just like, you're lucky to be here. You are privileged to be in our company. You, sh- you should think you should be thanking us. Uh, exactly. <laughs> what, what are the, what are the aid stations like uh, that kind of stuff? So fairly minimal uh, water noom. Um, they did have some goose at a, at least two of them, which surprised me. I've been listening to uh, your uh, gentleman talking about diet plan or, or nutrition plan during the run. So I brought some goos, and then I realized I didn't need them. They had did them. You, but you did need them. I mean, it was long enough and <laughs> far enough. So did you just not eat them? or, or what No, happened? no. I mean, I didn't need to bring them myself. Like Oh, because they were at the aid station. Yeah. I, I got so, it. Yeah, so that was cool, and um, I'd say there is, I think the first one was at four miles, about four miles. That was the first place I stopped. I did make a point to stop at all the aid stations um, and tried to run as much of the rest as I could, whereas what I used to do is I will do eight minutes and then stop or ten minutes and stop, um, but I, it, I had done enough training. I was looking at the distance between the aid stations and going, Oh, I can do two miles, you know. <laughs> so, so what what could they do better? Or I'll say, start with the positive. Mm-hmm. What 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 was like? What really stood out as a like a good event, and and what could they do better? Um, the fact. I mean, I gosh, I, I had such a fun time. So I'm trying to find like one positive and say this was the positive. Music. Um, uh, uh, yeah, they didn't have, you know, like the rock and roll bands everywhere, but they had two or three guys that had these bikes that were riding along with a radio uh, blasting, which, you know, that's kind of neat. Like out of nowhere, you just hear somebody coming with the radio going. Um, they did have a few places where there were people blasting some music, uh, but like I've been to the events, like the last event I did, the San Diego Rock and Roll, you know, they had this huge, what are those people uh, where they're banging the drums and, you know, they've the got actual people. The yeah, they've got actual sound. No, it's like, I think it's called Taika. It's like a Japanese art form oh. where they're. Yeah, they had this in Sacramento. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, yeah. And it's, it, it was like a bunch of uh, <laughs> people with giant drums. Mm-hmm. And they were just wailing at the drums, and it was yeah. It really pumped you up, like when you ran yeah. by it. It did, but when you've got like that, and then two blocks later, cheerleaders, and then two blocks later, somebody on an actual stage performing, it, it gets to be a little too much. So I think one of the positives I'd say is they did have some of these things, but not too much. And there's only like two or three miles in town, and it was through beautiful neighborhoods. And then you got out to the country, so you didn't have to worry about anything else except for just running. Um, And another positive they do, which I like every Modesto event I've ever been to, 
uh, at the start, they have the big American flag, huge American flag, like uh, they're draping it from a fire engine's ladder. So the fire engine's ladder is fully extended and they stop and they have somebody do the national anthem and, you know, everybody stops what they're doing and, and pays attention to it. So you kind of get a little spirited, patriotic excitement before, um, but none of it is overkill. I've been to some events where so, sounds like a, a good balance between the really tiny race, which I thought this yeah. was. Yeah. And, and like the giant, you know, mega marathons and yeah. like uh, Sacramento. Actually, this last time I did Sacramento, which I PR'd in, so I should love mm-hmm. it. Right. But like, I don't think they were as organized as they have been in the past. I, I think they changed some vendors or something mm-hmm. like with transportation um it's too big right it's like eight thousand people and i don't know it's like i don't think there's a half maybe uh, Mm -hmm. i don't think so i don't know but cim no uh yeah so it's yeah it's uh cim so yeah there's no cim eight f or h yeah 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 and at those big events when i've done uh I've had the frustration, especially in the beginning, no matter how fast you are or slow you are. Hey, a doggy, you think you're faster and you're wanting to compete with your ability. And in these big runs, you have people just in your way. And that, I think, is one of the bonuses of Modesto is there never was a big crowd, even in the first mile. You didn't have to worry about, oh, I'm going to run over somebody. Or if I want to stop and tie my shoe, is somebody going to run over me? Am I in somebody's way? Um, yeah, it sounds like done... a good event. I, I want to yeah. do it. I mean, it sounds the right size. It's not mm-hmm. so big that it's like you, you there's a sea of people and it takes like an hour to start the race, which I've never yeah. done something like that mm-hmm. um but i know my, my brother did my older brother did new york and it was just people it's like fifty thousand people it's yeah. the biggest marathon like i think in the world and that just doesn't sound that much fun but you're yeah. like oh it's new york so um, yeah and, cool, and i've done events like that where yeah your your start is 40 minutes and and you're getting cold and you're sitting there going, why did I have to wake up early? If I had known, I would have. But we got out of the way of all the fast runners. We didn't want to be in anybody's way. And I think from the gun time to my actual starting time, it wasn't more than two minutes, you know. And you started with the, the full? Did they just do like a whole start yeah. at 7 a.m.? Yeah. yeah, that yeah. makes sense because it wasn't that. It was like a thousand people. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at I, I wrote some numbers down. There was a 5K. Mm-hmm. There's 489 people. I'm not sure when mm-hmm. that started. There was a 10K, which 300 people. Mm-hmm. There was a half, which was the biggest event, which was 747. And I could just oh, picture really? it. There was a bunch of people registered for the full, and they're just like, I didn't do anything, so I'm going to do the half. And then there was the full, which is 347. I th- think I got yeah. that right. So, so in my head... Events. In my head, that's about 1,100 people starting at the same time. The the 5K and 10K started after, but uh, 1,100 people's big. You're definitely looking around, going, "Hey, there's quite a few people here," but you're not 
smushed in. You're not cramped. You're not. It's. You know what they should do if, if there's a race person listening. If they want fast people, they need to put prize money. They might already have prize money on it. Like I would never qualify for the prize money myself. But like, yeah, if, if you put if you put a five thousand dollar prize on a race like that, you'll get people from all over. <laughs> yeah. I, I will tell you, you just asked about the negative. I will tell you the one negative of the run, the one negative of the Modesto event, the last two miles. Uh, so there's only two real hills on this. You you go over the freeway once and then you go over the freeway twice. And they, they make a joke about it. They they have a sign that says Mount Modesto. And, <laughs> you know, it, it's funny the first time you're like, Going, oh my gosh, I'm mountain climbing. You're making jokes. Everybody around is making jokes about how hard this is. But then when you come back at about 11 miles, it actually is. That that's the only place I walked where I was not at an aid station, where I was just like, oh, I'm. If it is an overpass. That's, yeah. That's the. That's yeah. The, but oh. then then the negative is when you get over that overpass, it's the only ugly part of the race. So from about 11 and a half like miles. people everywhere? Or like ugly yeah. how? Uh, it's, ugly like your legs or ugly like this place has a lot of trash? or A lot of trash. The train <laughs> tracks on the right side. Uh, like all the urban. So this is like Be- Beijing 2008. They got the, uh, you know, it's like beautiful. They got the venue mm-hmm. and then you're running behind it. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, it's you feel like you're in the ghetto. And. You're sitting there going, everything up until this point has been perfect. Now at the time when you are feeling the most miserable and the most crap, that's the only bad thing. If I, I cut my camera. I'm trying to help oh, okay. the, the audio feed because it's getting a little buffering. So, yeah. so you said mile 11. Just kind of yeah. a bad part of the, the. Oh, I have a good story. Mm-hmm. Not to like. Okay. I'll piggyback on yours. I was okay. doing a relay in Oakland, mm-hmm. and it was the best juxtaposition of modern architecture mm-hmm. and abject poverty. Right? We had. Mm-hmm. So I was on Treasure Island. You know where Treasure Island is? Yeah. Out in the middle? Yeah. And they have like this brand new bridge. They had just finished mm-hmm. the bridge, like. I don't know, a couple months before. Oh, I remember a picture of you running on that. I remember oh, you posted yeah. a picture or something. So uh, the group I was in, it was like four of us. We were mm-hmm. relaying a, through a marathon. So each one of us did about six miles or something. And you're running on this billion-dollar bridge because I think mm-hmm. it was like a billion dollars. And it's perfect. It's mm-hmm. really nice, you know. <laughs> and then you just run into the slums. And there's, there's people's... Um, trash and everywhere there's feces there's uh, there's tents um and it's not so much that there is the poverty and the homeless that 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 exists you know i'm realistic it's just that there's this billion dollar perfect bridge with not a speck of trash anywhere and then you're Mm -hmm. running into the slums and i just thought that was kind of interesting that's that's kind of what it was like except for the billion dollar bridge was beautiful orchards with you know the the buds were out and so it was picture perfect serene and like i said 
at the point where most people are hitting the wall at either 11 miles in the half marathon or 23 miles or 24 miles in the marathon, you, you that's what you come out to. And if they could redo it somehow, change those last two miles. I mean, I have no idea how they do it. That's a race director's problem, not mine. But I was looking at that going, that's a negative. <laughs> you, you, you do. You feel like you're in the slums. I'm, I'm looking at the their price structure right now, mm-hmm. which is really smart. If you get in early, is that right? No, that's the European model. Never mind. Um, so 5K is 115. That's an expensive 5K. 10K is 125. Half is 135. Marathon is 155. But um, yeah, that would be so cool if the race, are you there? If the yeah. race directors could listen to this because what they should do is for people that are sure going to do 2023, it's like every year they do it. Yeah. They give them a break, like, mm-hmm. you know, 30% break on the registration. And then it's a 20% break. And then it's like 10 or zero. And then it's an increase. Like you, you basically, um, there, you incentivize everybody to register early. And so they see those deadlines. Uh, Europe does that a lot with all their races, which is kind of cool. I think they do that. Um, I can't remember, but I do think in the past I have gotten like these emails. Like Here, a coupon code. Price. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, get in half price if you've uh, done this before. Um, but I can't recall if – I'm guessing. I think I have. But uh, So, so what's the next race of oh, – I'm sorry, Tim. Okay. But, yeah, it's a, it's a good event. It's a small town. I mean, you're not going to come into town and be like, okay, where's all the great places which – uh, I found out from my last event, San Diego, I probably don't need to have all those great places around me, especially when I need to go do something that's hard. But, but it's, so, it's, a, it's a good place. So, what, so what's your next race? Ah, so I'm trying to figure that out. Uh, somebody um, – so one of the interesting things, because it's a local race, they go to the local clubs and say, hey, can we get you guys to volunteer at these places? Um, and at the eight-mile mark – Oh, it cut out. Oh. Are you there? Yeah, I'm here. <laughs> this, is, this is just like Joe Rogan. We got the best, yeah. oh, got cool. the best audio quality. How much am I getting Can you repeat what thing? you said, the last okay. thing you said? Okay, so at the eight-mile mark, uh, I saw somebody that I work with. And uh, it, there's that's where the marathon turns off from the half marathon. And so she's on the marathon side, and I run over to her. Hey, how you doing? Blah, 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 blah. Uh, the, one of the ladies I was running, was supposed to run with, uh, she's like right behind me. And I turned around because I stopped to look to see if she was there. And she's like pointing the other direction. She thought that I was going to just take off and do the marathon. But uh, the lady that I work with that was running the aid station there, she she's like, hey, we should do CIM this year. So uh, I'm going to have to ask your opinion, knowing that uh, I'm going to be doing New York. <laughs> would that be a wise decision? Do Not it. in your case, in my case. <laughs> totally wise. Um, depends on what you want. Like. 
if you want to like PR, you know, it's different, but um, yeah, just, just stack up the calendar and then mm-hmm. if you get injured, things happen, you know, just adapt. Yeah. But so, so that's way down. Okay. That's what I'll do. Yeah. I'll, I'll pay the money and uh, uh, further the cause, but uh, so that's way down the road. Uh, another lady, she's going to be doing, uh, was it South Lake Tahoe? I think in June. She wants to do a half marathon up there. And I was like, well, if you sign up, I'll sign up. And she told me she signed up the other day. So I think I'm doing that. Um, San Jose rock and roll in, I think, October. So, yeah, the, the calendar is actually getting filled, which is really weird because. Uh, you can also you can also do impromptu. Like mm-hmm. I'm going to do a 20 or I'm going to do a full without mm-hmm. paying a race organizer, you know, all the money. Because really, you're doing a marathon if you do a marathon. Mm-hmm. I, I I don't have that willpower. <laughs> sure, you, to, sure you do. No, but uh, <laughs> Did, didn't you just do it on your treadmill? Didn't you do like a bunch of marathons on your treadmill, which seems like the most boring thing ever? Okay, I'm not sure if you're aware of this, but a marathon is actually two half marathons. So <laughs> there's a big difference there in my mind. <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, so, uh, it's actually interesting. Uh, I'm pretty excited. I I didn't know how I'd feel after this. I didn't know if I'd be like, Hey, uh, Andrew, uh, that New York thing, not going to happen, but, uh, you know, uh, so are you, are you motivated to do New York now or or are you like, "Eh, I don't know about this? No, no. I mean, even, uh, I think as I told you, I'm going to go for a run now. I'm, trying to take an easy week but i still want to get some miles in and then i plan on restarting the training program next week and and where are you with the um the getting uh, a race uh entry into new york how does tell yeah how are we on time isn't that like uh 512 512 how doesn't it take a long time or or what what's the charity you're working with or are you in like, where are you at with that? Oh, okay. Uh, let me see if I can find the email. Um, I just got an email yesterday. I said, you know, hey, I, I've sent two emails. I'm not sure what's going on, but uh, I tried to enter. It's closed. I don't know. And uh, I just got an email yesterday saying next week they're going to send out the registration codes, and I'm guaranteed entry. So um, After March is over? Yeah, so after I know that, like, you got me to sign up for, I think, a lottery, and I guess it's the lottery. It's worth a shot. Goes. Yeah, you get in, then it's like you're done, mm-hmm. and it's 300 yeah. bucks. Um, and I guess I'm, the I'm lottery. I'm not familiar with the, the charity stuff. I'm just yeah. trying to get in, like yeah. time. And that's. Yeah, you're you're trying to do it the easy way by just being fast. I'm I'm doing it the hard way by uh, going online and asking people for money and stuff. <laughs> 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 but. Uh, but yeah, they said next week they'd send out the code and I'm guaranteed an entry. So I don't have to worry about it. So, and anybody listening, if they want to donate money to Tim DiCarlo, uh, oh, you yeah. can just andrew.crone at Gmail, or do you want to give them your, uh, your email? That'd be funny. Yeah. Oh shoot. I hadn't thought about that. Okay. Tim DiCarlo, uh, T I M D I C A R L O at yahoo.com. Uh, you can, Email me and I will tell you my Venmo information and you can just send me money and I assure you 
I will not be going to Vegas with it. <laughs> I almost assure you I will not be going to Vegas with it, but uh, <laughs> it's, I, uh, I would be surprised if you got a single dollar through this, but that would be awesome if you did. Yeah, me too. But if I do, <laughs> that would be awesome. So actually, that was something they have with Modesto, which I thought, hey, this is the same thing they do. So the charity I would be running for, I can't remember the name, but it's something about training kids to run um, and using that as a springboard to success in other areas. So Modesto has a similar group. I think it's called like Teens Run Modesto. And they have charity events and they ask for money. But uh, one cool thing is there was quite a few kids, I would say at least 30 kids running in this. And they had these neon green shirts that had the uh, initials on the back. And there were some kids, I I swear. That's cool. You know, when I when I start a running company, mm-hmm. kids should, like, almost all kids would be free. Because you want to, like, make it accessible for people, right? Yeah. Yeah. And... Y- you want them to see as a teacher, I see so many kids at school. They're like, Oh, we're running the mile today. Oh, I can't run. It's so hard. And you want to sit there and just say, Hey, it's not, you know, it may be hard to run fast, but you can get through it. And, you know, these are the same kids they take in this program, the Modesto program, and then they get them running 13 miles. A few of them will even do the 26 miles. And, they're 11, 12, 13 year olds. Some of them are high schoolers and they're usually underprivileged youth. They're not the kids whose parents are saying, come on, we're going to the practice. Come on, we're going with you. Uh, so that oh, was a positive. That's, that's a really awesome. good positive. That's, yeah. that's really cool. I, I really like to hear that. It's mm-hmm. like, to me, running is like, uh, it's like therapeutic. It's like my meditation. Um, I know I try to run fast and I race and stuff, but like, it's really like something that's part of me that helps me relax, like be a normal. Well, yeah. How do I say? Yeah. You know what yeah. I'm saying? No, I know exactly what you're saying. Uh, I've been convincing people at work, uh, people uh, that don't think they can do it. I've been telling them, Hey, it, it, don't run the whole thing, whatever you're planning on doing two miles, five miles, six miles. If you, you can do, six, you can do hard things. Yeah, yeah. But I but I tell them, hey, you know, start small. Do like the two minute walk, one minute run, and then change it to but and I also tell them, you know, when you get started and you actually are doing the running, yeah, you're thinking about your physical condition, but there is so much mental health stuff going on, it's therapy sometimes. Definitely. And um that's one thing that's kept me on the treadmill. Instead of saying, well, I can't get out for a run today, so I'm just not going to do anything, is no matter how bad I'm feeling, after 30, 40 minutes, even if it's not a good run, I'm like, I just did a run. I did something good for myself, and I feel better, and I've been able to process all the problems I've been having, and I'm better able to face them after. It's cathartic. It really is. Completely agree. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, anything else to add before we uh, wrap up? Uh, yeah, I just want to say if anybody does see my stats, uh, I don't know if you're going to publish that as like the picture for the podcast, but uh, I actually ran 13.3 miles. So I'm actually a little faster 
Oh. What the official results say. I, I do want a photo of your medal because I pu- I've been putting the photo of the medal that people get as the. Uh, oh really? Okay. Episode uh, photo. Which sure, is I've already cool. thrown that away. It actually was a pretty good one. <laughs> so it'd be a shame if I did. <laughs> I could I could probably Google it if and yeah. find a picture. If, but um, if you could send me a photo of that. And, yeah, no problem. Right, this is uh, Tim DiCarlo. It is uh, March 30th, 2022. He did the uh, Modesto half uh, last Sunday and uh, signing off. All right. Wait, wait, wait. Am I going to hear the cool music as we log off or do I have to wait? I don't, to there's the no log off music. There's just log, just start music. Maybe I should come up with a log off music. Do you want to come <laughs> up know. with that? <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll play with a piano. Or you, can, you can say a jingle right now and that could be the log off forever. I'll just clip it. Uh Come listen to Andrew Crone. He's got a podcast. It's about running and it's fun. I don't know. There you go. <laughs> Come listen to Andrew Crone. He's got a podcast. It's about running and it's fun.